The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi master. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes, Have Some Podcast. It is September 18th, 2022, and I am Craig Goldberg, here as always with my co-hosts, Abigail Gardner. What's up, y'all? As well as Jacob Walsh. Hi. And we have had a doozy of a couple of of weeks, a couple of of weeks, two ofs. It's a doozy. It's a doozy. Um, But we're back home. We are recovering from dragon con uh we hope you enjoyed listening to our live uh, dragon con panel thank you to all the people who came out we had a ton of fun uh, we always do uh we'll, we'll talk a little bit about our dragon con experience uh, a little bit later um and then uh i'm sure all of you saw or maybe you, i don't want to assume you saw but we went uh you probably saw we we went on a little bit of a road trip to little rock arkansas where we teamed up with our good friend Austin Young to deliver Logan Kim of Ghostbusters Afterlife, the proton pack that we promised him or teased. No way. We, I went back and watched the clip. We didn't promise him, but we kind of said, oh, we got to get this guy a proton pack. And it, like we said in the video, Abby, when we make a promise, we keep it. We keep it. If it's, for, if it's for somebody who's a Ghostbusters. Our word is bond. <laughs> our word is our bond if you're in a movie. If not, yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, but we're going to talk all about it. Austin uh, is from the Central Oklahoma Ghostbusters. He also co-hosts the Black Firehouse podcast. And also, more important than any of that, he's our friend. We've known mm-hmm. him for a very long mm-hmm. time. He's going to join us here in just a few minutes. So when he joins, we'll start telling that story. Uh, but uh, Jake, how are you? Uh, how are you doing today? How are you holding up? Dude, I'm doing good. Just, uh, just trying to have like a, a relaxing Sunday, but I, I do have to do work, like actual work today, and I and I oh. hate having to do that on a weekend. But, um, it's fine. It's gonna it's be fine. okay. Yeah. It's fine. Are you got your drawing? I gotta draw something. Yeah. Oh. That Transformers tattoo you did the other day looked amazing. Thank yeah. You. I appreciate. And it. the Gollum. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That one was fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. the Transformers was fun too. I hate Transformers. That that guy. Uh. The guy did the Transformers on. I think he listens sometimes. Uh, he, I think he, I'm pretty sure he follows our. At one point, he was like, "No, I know. I've heard you talk about how you hate Transformers." I'm like, "Yeah," <laughs> but he was yeah. like, yeah. "But I mean, I we we talked about how he doesn't really like the movies either." You know? sure, and I was like, sure. and I'm like, "Well, that's where all my hate comes from is from right. the mm. movies. I don't know anything about the toys or the cartoon or anything, but or yeah, the that was, ride." That was, we I, yeah, I told him I was like, I've never been on the ride. Yeah. Can we go on it? I'm doing it this time. Sure. We have to. Okay. Because we're gonna go to Universal. Yeah, let's, let's do, do it. it. And that I think I think that's the only thing that I haven't done. Yeah. I wanna well, we haven't done the rocket uh rock Whoa. and roller coaster. 
or no, the rocket, the rip rocket. Rip rocket. There's, whatever that there's is. a there's a Harry Potter ride we haven't done. Which one? What's it called? The the Hagrid's um oh, motorcycle. Yeah, that, yeah, like I don't know what that is. Called. It's kind of a roller coaster. It's like the ride at the Gryffindor. It's not a roller fucking... coaster, is it? It's no. on a track. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they all are on a track. Every ride is on a track. No, no, no. Not E.T. E. is on a- Yes, it is. E.T. E. is on a track. Look it up. <laughs> what if I thought <laughs> what if I thought E.T. wasn't on a track? Uh-huh. You're like, well, like, they I use real the they use real time. magic in the E.T. ride. <laughs> Man, you guys, I, you remember how hard I was just pedaling on that E.T. ride. Oh, um, you're can you imagine like a kid scared if they stop pedaling that they're going to fall? <laughs> I feel like that's something. Flight I... of the hippogriff. There you go. And what kind of ride of, is it? A, I don't know if it's a roller. Animatronic? It says in this description. It looks like it's it, on a track like it's a mild roller coaster. I think it's like I think it's like the other. You know the other um, Harry Potter ride that's not really a roller coaster, but you're in kind of the roller coaster seats? Right. Yeah. I think okay. it's more like that. So it's moving oh, and it might cool move, it, but it's not like a it's not like a roller coaster. Gotcha. Yeah, you're not doing anything major here. We're talking like um small time. But also it looks awesome. There's animatronics of the hippogriff what like in a nest. We yeah, need to do cool. that. You know, I um when we go down there to Orlando in a couple months or next month, we should definitely make sure that we do the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride at Epcot. Yeah. And then there's also that new Jurassic World mm-hmm. roller coaster that yeah, I will that. 100% not be able to go on. Dude. It's going to ruin my day. Oh, come on. What I'm if we schedule it. it for the end of the night? Damn, the end? It's going to ruin my night. Oh. <laughs> Man. All right. Well, I'll support you. Jake, will you go on it? Yeah, I'm going on. Okay, cool. Cool. Uh, but we're going to be talking a lot more about Orlando in the next couple of weeks. Right now, let me bring Austin on. I think it's audio only. Uh, hopefully he can hear us. Uh, Austin, are you there? I am here. Can you hear me? Oh, Whoa. my God. Well, he's coming in. Nice. Nice, dude. Smooth. Smooth. Smooth jazz with Thank Austin you. Young. <laughs> uh, how are you? We were just podcaster, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all it takes is like a trip to Best Buy and <laughs> you buy a microphone. But what's Not good about that. you guys is... <laughs> right oh yeah in the ghostbusters community you could just post that you have a podcast for like six months <laughs> um so um let's many ways to go about it uh austin uh how are you did you just record uh black firehouse podcast yeah and i hopped right over here of course uh, i so had you're, issues you're all so, juiced you know. up <laughs> how's oh, yeah. how's dan how's dan how's he doing dan he's good Good. He's Dan. Um, what did you guys talk about today? What was your uh, what was your topic for the afternoon? Uh, it was kind of a more of a freestyle episode. We did some community Q and A questions, and we talked about the the pack delivery a little bit. Um, just kind of BS. Cool, cool. Well, we're going to talk about it here. So we thank you for being here. Um, I guess to... thank you for having me. You're welcome. Yeah. It's a pleasure. It was so nice to see you. We need to do that once in a my week. in my frazzled state, <laughs> dude. You were fine. It was like, fun. Yeah. Like yeah, you you were not. You you were good. Like I understand why the whole thing was stressful. We're about to get into it. Let let's set let's let's set up Austin a little bit. You let's let's, let's set go him lower because he's the first. You bought your first Ghostbuster shirt from Austin Young. I did. At Dragon Con. I did. 
Does he know that? You did? Well, he does now. What? <laughs> what? So, I think I did. Yeah. I, <laughs> thanks, mom. You're welcome. <laughs> Kids. <laughs> so, when we, uh, like, the first Dragon Con Abby and I ever went to together was like 09. And we okay. went to the fan table, which was downstairs at the Hyatt. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. me being the, you know, didn't know anything about what I saw a bunch of GB fans stickers on the yeah, table. We were on the outside. So I, I assumed everybody like I, I think I thought Chase was AJ Quick forever. And <laughs> um, <laughs> Austin, you but you had the you had the your central Oklahoma Ghostbusters shirt. So it was the old it's like the the logo. What was it? It's the the shape of Oklahoma with the no ghosts inside of it, right? Yeah, very original. Yeah, but, yeah the original. I bought one from you. And I think whoever I bought it from, whether it was you or Chase or whoever was at the table, I looked at you and I said, I love your website. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I even realized um, that it was the state of Oklahoma. Me. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I say it is. If it was me, I wouldn't remember either way. I have such a terrible memory for most things. No, you're fine. Um, so, so cool. Do you still have it or did you throw it away after... I outgrew it, you know, four or five years ago. <laughs> I think it was a medium. It's like a men's medium. Oh man, um, <laughs> I, I was rocking a medium back then too. So. Dude, back in those medium oh, days, mm-hmm. yeah, I could throw on a medium and just take over the world, man. Uh, but anyways, um, so yeah, Austin, you're, so you're you've been like... around. What'd you say? That's what it felt like. Throw on the medium, yeah. take over the world. Yeah, there you go. Um, okay, so let's set the stage here. We had Logan Kim on our show last December. Had a great conversation with him. And somehow the topic came up of whether or not he had a proton pack. Because he never got to... He doesn't wear one in the movie, right? He never puts it on, right, Jake? No. Yeah, he never he never wears it. Yeah, he never wears it. He tries. He asks for it. He doesn't give me the gun. <laughs> give me the gun. Uh so right after that episode, Austin was the first person to reach out to me and said, Hey, I want to build a pack for Logan. Ninety-eight percent of people It who wasn't even after the episode. No, go for it. It wasn't after the episode. It was during the episode. It was during the episode. How did you know? <laughs> you just oh, you like predicted that that was going to be part. Of... Oh, we were doing it live. No. Okay, I can't remember. <laughs> I don't remember if you did it live. I think it no, was. I start. Didn't. I started watching the episode like twelve seconds after it was uploaded. So. <laughs> He's saying he didn't even finish the episode before God, he made dude. the decision. Yeah. Well, ninety-eight. No, I'm gonna say 99% of people in the Ghostbusters community who would have reached out and said, "I want to build Logan a pack," I would have said, "Okay, cool, thanks. We'll we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll get back to you. We'll get back to you." But Austin, <laughs> I knew was a dead. This was a dead serious thing. There was yeah. no Matt Burkett was the second person, <clears throat> and I said, "Hey, I already got somebody's already doing it," and he was like. He messaged me and goes, You son of a bitch. 
Um, so that that this all started like last December. The original plan, which oh, we were so naive back seven months ago. Weren't we? we thought we thought we were going to be able to deliver by uh, his birthday in March and surprise him for his birthday, but that did not happen. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it almost yeah. didn't happen last week. <laughs> um, so, Austin, did we, say, I'll, uh, did we say March 2022? We meant 2023. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and also, me and Logan have the same birthday, March 16th. So, he, hey, guess who cares about that way more than he does? You. Me. I was like, dude, we got the same birthday. He's like, cool. Uh, um, all right, Austin, I'm going to give the floor to you a little bit here. We said, you know, hey, this is a big project. Are you up for it? Like, what what was your thought process? Because you had just built an afterlife style pack. Uh, were you excited, nervous, stressed? What, what what was your your mindset going into this project? Well, like you said, I was young and naive back then, and I thought, <laughs> oh yes, to be a piece of cake. March, it's it's December. March, plenty of time, no problem. Uh, no, I mean it was. You know, of course, having the opportunity to build a proton pack for a Ghostbuster, it's not something that everybody gets the chance to do. Uh, so I took it very seriously, and I wanted to make sure that whatever I built was as close as humanly possible to what was used on screen. Um, not only for, you know, that's what the kid deserves, but also just for my own fun i guess i haven't i hadn't had a chance to sit down and try and build a pack as highly screen accurate as i wanted to uh i enjoy that process of trying to replicate something as close as possible and um it almost killed me but it, it happened <laughs> um we made it happen it all worked out in the end so for for people who don't build packs what Usually the way a pack build goes is like the first 60 to 70% is kind of the easy part, right? You get the shell, you get your, you start assembling all your parts. You know, there's so many builders and, and makers in the community, like sourcing a majority of the parts is not too big of a, a lift. Where, where does it start getting really tricky? Well, you know, at that time, I think while well, we were, it was still winter and you know, when you're casting up shells and things and resin and all that doesn't doesn't work well in the wintertime when it's cold. Um, so you don't have a lot of makers and like stateside that are producing shells, you know, and have them av readily available at that time. So that was a challenge right off the bat was trying to find a shell. Uh, okay. But thankfully, a really good friend of mine, Mikhail Lynn, I remembered that he, he had a mold for a shell. It's a great great replica and uh, i reached out to him and you know he went out in his garage with a bunch of heaters and surrounded that mold and like preheated it and and all the materials asked me up a shell and it, it it worked out beautifully um you know once that major hurdle was kind of over with uh yeah it was all pretty easy you know part sourcing and aj donated a lot of parts um and got those to us um then started the work of like, you know, I'm trying to build it as accurately as I can. So, of course, everything that was metal on the original pack, I want to do out of metal, too. So I start buying up aluminum, fabricating 
power cell injectors and booster tubes and all that stuff. Um, but a lot of that stuff requires welding, which I don't have a TIG welder to weld aluminum with. So you've got to source that stuff out to somebody else who can do it. And that ended up being a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. This also, like, literally just getting on, like, DoorDash and ordering food is a nightmare for me. So this sounds like, <laughs> yeah. This sounds so, like, I mean, go for it. The guy that I found to weld the stuff, he's a great welder. Um, he does great, great work, but he's, he works on cars, you know, this, this prop replica stuff, this is all weird to him. He doesn't get it. Right. <laughs> and like, what is this for? You know, Pretend. Yeah. It matter. And it doesn't matter. And so, but because I'm replicating something, you know, uh, I'm very detail oriented. If the welds are going a certain direction on the screen use pack, well, by God, I want them to go that direction on this one. And he didn't understand why it mattered. And there were structural things that like, well, you know, you've only got two tack welds on this piece. You should have four. I said, it doesn't matter. It's not <laughs> structural on what I'm doing. So just put two. That's all that this needs to be This will never hold up on the weight of a car body. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right? It's not going in a car. <laughs> well, you know, and I get the parts back and the welds, even though I drew with Sharpie the direction I wanted the welds to go, and I explained it three times i get them back and they're going the wrong direction okay whatever not a big deal and then everything that had two tack welds it's supposed to have two tack welds it's got four and he's yeah that's gonna hold up there for you and i was like i it doesn't matter i told you i only wanted two he just went into business for himself he's like <laughs> and uh, i mean you know it got the, it got the job done 99.9 percent .9 of people including Logan, probably don't know or care um, but you know, no, Logan doesn't me. care, and uh, no, he doesn't care. No. He doesn't care. <laughs> um, well, what I thought yeah. was really cool about this whole project is like, first of all, it, it's a very large scale and expensive thing to take on. So we we really appreciate you. Like, our role in it was that we just helped facilitate it, and you know, we we've mm -hmm. been able to kind of get to know Logan's parents a little bit and kind of kept them updated. Like when we <coughs> saw. What was it? When we were at EctoFest and we talked to Logan's mom, Brandy, mm -hmm. we kind of pulled her aside. I was like, hey, so we're still building that pack. And she's like, yeah, I know. And I'm like, okay, does he know? She's like, no. And I was like, should we? Oh, yeah. We were like, we don't have it. We now. don't have it with us. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I wanted to make sure there was no like, like, because uh, like the, the, we talked about it. It was like, like a funny, weird interaction. And like, we, we kind of settled on this Arkansas delivery date because he was doing arkansas comic-con mm -hmm. and arkansas is kind of a middle ground between where you are austin and where we are in atlanta uh from mm -hmm. atlanta to oklahoma and we knew logan's dad was going to be driving out because jake you saw the presentation in the case there's no way you're putting this thing the yeah airplane. that i wouldn't ever want to try to put a, a proton pack on an airplane no matter what kind of case it was in how secure it was it just seems like a nightmare so too much damage yeah 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 yeah. So Austin, I mean, what, a a full blown screen used Ghostbusters two proton pack went missing from an airport. <laughs> so you can imagine what kind of horror stories there are with replicas. Yeah. The airport pack, video mm -hmm. Bob has it. 
That's how he gets all his. That's how he gets all his props. Yeah, yeah. he's got a guy Video at the airport. Got, he's got two guys steal sta- shit. stationed yeah, at, things disappear. at baggage claim. He's trying to figure out right now how to get the firehouse for his uh, full size replica. He's got minions. He's got minions in every port in the world. Every <laughs> airport of the world. They're deep cover at TSA. Um. Oh so, Austin, Is it that uh, deep of a cover. Anyway, no, it's not that deep. Anymore. Um, at what point? So, if you guys watch the video, it's on our YouTube and stuff. You really kind of went all out. It wasn't just a proton back in a bin. It was the pack in this really awesome, like vintage trunk. Custom, custom. You have the the map of Somerville. You have all of these little flourishes. Uh, really, the presentation was like top notch, grade A. When did it dawn on you that that's the kind of presentation you wanted to give, and how much extra stress did that add on to the project? Because I know when I, whenever I'm doing something, like every idea I have seems to make it that much harder to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's first of all, immediately I knew I wanted to do kind of a cool storage crate, uh, travel case, whatever. Um, and I'm really big into kind of immersive prop experiences. Like I don't want it to just be the prop that sits on the shelf. Like I like to be able to pick it up and it has the functionality where possible, you know, that it should have like in the movie. And I, I love, you know, Adam Savage does a lot of uh, cases and, and displays for his props that are kind of along those same lines. They're sort of in universe. Right. And uh, so I knew I wanted to do, some kind of like old footlocker trunk or something to store it in. And I thought, well, okay, it would be cool if maybe it had a bunch of like stickers all over it that, you know, this, this is coming to podcast possession post afterlife. And he's throwing a bunch of stickers on it. So, you know, I started buying up or, or having made in some cases, uh, stickers that were sort of relevant to his character. You know, um, there's a big thing here in Oklahoma called the Oklahoma Bigfoot. You know, you see these stickers on everybody's car. Like, there's this huge kind of cult Bigfoot thing in Oklahoma. And I knew podcasts would be in on that. So we got to have one of those. Um, You know, the Mutual UFO Network. uh, Had to have one of those. I had some spinner stickers made. I threw together a Mystical Tales of the Unknown Universe logo. Put a bunch of stickers of that on there. Um, Just, you know. I wanted it to look interesting, even if it's just sitting in the corner in the case, you know, you see the case and you go, what is that? And then I'm like, well, let's just put proton pack on the top of it. <laughs> Cause right. all the, well, you yeah. know, neutrona <laughs> wand and the, and the RTV says neutrona wand on the box. You know, I always thought that was funny. Cause if Egon's operating alone, surely to God, he knows what's in what case, but you know, he's got to label it. <laughs> it's, it's, he has to, it's a visual gag. Austin, right? Austin, I was blown away by the case, man. I wasn't expecting any of that. I was expecting it to just be in like a plastic tub or something. And uh, it just looks so cool, man. The way it opens up and had all the books in there. You even you even put like mm-hmm. raise a cult card as a bookmark in a in like a UFO book and just all that yeah. stuff. It, it immediately made me want, uh, you know, want that. I want it. I want it. This is what I'm saying. It. I want one. Yeah. There was also a copy of Cujo in there, I believe. The book, right? <laughs> Dev, wait, uh, that, you're making that up. You made that up. Yeah. <laughs> really? 
Dude, I must be going insane. I swear <laughs> to God, I watched the video. I was like, oh, he put Cujo in there. <laughs> wow. Like a guy no, I didn't put Cujo in there. <laughs> Cujo and VHS uh, would have been a, ni- a nice one. All right. Okay. Well, Ooh, then I done we'll that. send him Man. one for we'll send him Cujo for Christmas. I've got one, a copy. We'll s- but I don't hey, know okay. we'll, hang on. we'll send him a Cujo care package. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. You guys just got to make sure it's a screen accurate slip cover. Okay. Yeah, it's the because there's the different VHS cover. releases. It's, the, oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. it's like the it's like the good times, like the cheapest. It's like the mass. It's like the mass market crap one. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, of course. I don't it know does. if mine will cut it then. Oh um, no, I think so yours is the right one. Evan. You yours, right is, one. yours is I correct. Like to, I think it's pretty pristine. Yeah, but because of that, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not going to give that away. Right. We'll, we'll Sorry, buy it. We'll get it. He'll get his own. We'll get a different copy. So. Austin, we I tried really hard to not like I didn't want to like make you feel any additional pressure than you already that. were under. Like I didn't want to just be like texting you every three days, like need an update, how we doing? Like, cause like that's just not cool. I know there was some stress making sure that you finished the wand and the electronics in time, but like all those are the boring details. At the end of the day, you got it done and Really, it, it was. I know it was a labor of love, and like, mm-hmm. I mean, the fact is, is like we waited for Ghostbusters Afterlife for so long, so to get the opportunity to build a pack for the star of the movie, or one of the stars of the movie, that's a really unique thing. And then I saw there's an article that said, did some people build Ernie Hudson a pack like 15 years ago? Is that a thing that happened? Yeah, I, I think um, he had a pack Sean, and. Sean, I, Oh, you cut out Austin. As I was say, Sean he... Bishop uh, built one for him back in like 2009 or 2010, something like okay, that. Okay, gotcha. Didn't it gotcha. get? Is did that not get stolen? What am I thinking of? No. Ernie Hudson had some oh, of his, his suit. His yeah. suit got stolen. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Who would do that? Um. So we, we were kind of like getting towards the the go the go date and j- because like stuff like like the thing i've learned is like nothing's ever really easy in life like there's always a million obstacles like i know for you getting there ended up being obstacles for us there was obstacles and then the day of we haven't talked about this yet on the podcast so i think we need to talk about our end of it jake and abby abby yeah we get there yeah, we had not bought tickets. Yeah, to we this should convention. explain our expectations like before we got there because we were thinking, oh, this is like, well, for one thing, I thought this was Days of the Dead. Like I was not up to date on which convention it was. I was like, this is going to be a small convention. We'll be able to walk in and it will be it will be we'll be immediately able to find the chems and like do this thing. And it was not. So it was, when what? we got there, it's like. <laughs> The entire state to us, out. yeah. The this is the biggest event that's ever happened in Little Rock, apparently. Yeah, because <laughs> the streets were moving and teeming with people, and we had just left Dragon Con like four days before, so it, it was a pretty close comparison. Like the amount of people like waiting in long, long lines around the buildings, I was like, "Holy shit!" Well, the pre-sale tickets sold. I went online to go buy tickets, and they're like Saturday sold out, and I was like, "Oh shit." This is this is an interesting wrinkle, but they said they're going to open up tickets at the door at noon. So we pull in, 
and the three of us look out and the line to get into this convention center is is quite literally like i don't know three quarters of a mile like wrapping around multiple streets like it was insane so as you can imagine all three of us are pretty high stressed anyway insane good for them good for like the whole state good the convention for, itself yeah that's awesome the people are back out and all that but so we went we found parking the line to pay for the parking in the parking lot that was a long line like every there's like and then it was hot it's like 90 degrees out we're like sweating so immediately there's yeah. these these obstacles happening and meanwhile, I think Austin was at you were where you were staying, still working on the pack. <laughs> oh yeah. So what were those last minute things you were having to work on? Well, it's everything. <laughs> there was uh nothing ever goes right towards the end, right? Like, dude, that last yeah. 48 hours working on that thing was a total nightmare um we were supposed to leave at 9 a.m friday okay and we didn't end up leaving until after 6 p.m okay um you know we had the whole thing issue with our car breaking down like literally at the last minute having to rent a car all that stuff we get into little rock just after midnight to the airbnb I go to bed. I think I, I go to sleep around one ish, one thirty, something like that. I get up at six a.m. I shower. I get dressed. I immediately start working on the pack, and I'm having to finish getting the electronics installed and uh, getting the. I had I had put tons of it. Excuse me, tons of excess wire from the pack to the connection for the wand because I didn't know how long I needed it to be yet. And so most of the day was spent finishing up a few little cosmetic details and things on the wand and getting that connection made and getting those wires shortened, get everything wired up. And uh, one of the last things I had to do was this is a master kill switch on the back of the pack that shuts everything off because you have to leave the battery on inside the pack all the time. Right. And so, so to keep that from dying, you have a master kill switch. That's the power to the battery. And it's supposed to be screwed in. I didn't have the screws on at the shop before we left. I didn't have time to go get them. I said, okay, worst case scenario, there's no, it's not a push button. It's a slider switch. So there's not a lot of pressure on the switch. So it's not like you're having to push it and there's possibility it could be pushed back into the motherboard and then like, you know, you can't access it anymore. So I'm like, I'm just going to glue it. And so I mixed up some five minute epoxy and I tacked it down with super glue and then I put the epoxy around, put some gaffer's tape on there and hold everything in place. And while that's drying, I'm finishing up the connection to the wand. And okay, it's go time. Let's put everything back together. Let's run one more test of the electronics, make sure everything's working right. And I get the shell back on. I get the wand hooked up and I go to flip the master kill switch and it's stuck in the <laughs> off position. <laughs> I'm not laughing, but I am. I'm so sorry. Okay. Oh, it's Very it's stressful. it's really funny. Very funny in hindsight. But I I mean I literally almost broke down in tears. I was like, there's no I did not just do this. And so I ripped the shell back off. And thank God it was five minute epoxy because yes, it's five minute epoxy. It had been sitting there for like half an hour. Right. But the way it works is the chemical reaction generates heat. That's what cures it. And so 
the the larger the amount of epoxy, the faster that chemical reaction happens. But because it was such a small amount that had seeped into the switch, it was still a little soft. And so I just start prying at that switch and I was finally able to break it loose and get it sliding back and forth. And I spent like 20 minutes with an X-Acto knife picking out epoxy out of this switch. I'm so stressed just was, listening dude, yeah. to this. <laughs> dude, it was, the, it was the worst. Like, I have never been so stressed out in my entire life. But it, I got it working. It never seized up in place again. And it's currently held in there with gaffer's tape and a shit ton of hot glue. Awesome. Yeah. You got to have a little yeah. bit of hot glue on any real pro Ghostbusters mm-hmm. prop. Um, I mean, I was... I was trying to pride myself on the fact that there was going to be no hot glue on this pack, but it just—it's impossible. It's—it's going to happen. It's impossible. Um, so that reminds me of like when I built this really shitty slime blower like nine years ago, and I—it wasn't hot glue, but like the, there was this 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 wood drying glue. I don't know some kind of glue or epoxy I was using like leaked out of all these spots on the vents, and it looked really shitty. And it because there was just globs of glue everywhere, and I was like, "Fuck, what am I gonna do?" And I just I got pink nail polish. I painted all the glue <laughs> pink. I was like, "Slime, yeah. we got slime on my slime blower." Oh, that was brilliant. Oh, uh, brilliant. Hey, um, no, see, that's the thing. You have to adapt and overcome. Sometimes you just you gotta do. roll with it, dude. Yes. I thought Austin adapting and overcoming was gonna be throwing that pack into the river before we got to the convention. <laughs> so I'm glad that's not what happened. We got it there. You did an electronics test. Everything worked. It was perfect. It was beautiful. All of this is captured on video. Uh, your friend was with you. She's great. I want to. Her name's Macy, right? Yes. 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 Shout out to Macy, uh, who was sporting uh, Proton Pack as well. She was there, helping and assisting. Phoebe outfit. In her Phoebe cool. outfit yeah. looked great. Um, and then uh, we went. We delivered the pack. And once we got into the convention center, everything, as it does in life, started working out. And it was really great. Right? Like It started I, clicking. Um, it was all locking in. Yeah, just the... First of all, I think I had sing for like a week straight. Like, I just not stopped sweating. And so when yeah. we got to the convention, we finally <laughs> left the house and we met up with you guys. Yeah. I was like, thank God. It's nice and cool in this little atrium. We're going to get a few minutes. I'm going to get to chill and I'm going to get to like not sweat. And then we're just sitting there talking and then you, you get a text from his dad. He's like, oh, they're ready to do this right now. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Logan was back out of the car. So um, we do the electronics demo. I watch. J- There's something people should realize. Seeing Jake go through like multiple emotions at once of like being impressed being relieved being jealous but also being angry simultaneously because he's going this is great you can see in the video he's like this is amazing why is it not mine this is incredible i'm mad that i don't own it i'm mad that we're giving it to somebody i don't care who we're giving it to i don't care if if, you know violet ramus is here i don't care um Jake, what, what were your overall impressions of the pack once we started looking at it? Yeah, I mean, it's everything you just said. There's there ha- I haven't seen... That's the first Afterlife pack I've seen in person. 
No, there, there's not many out there already. Um, you know, probably just a handful. So seeing an afterlife pack and all the work that, you know, you did Austin, I mean, it looked, it looks perfect. It literally looks perfect. It's the best looking pack I've ever, I have ever seen, uh, you know, up close in person. And uh, just seeing all that and being like, cool, we're going to go give this to a 15 year old kid who probably doesn't really give a fuck about this. <laughs> um, no, it was fun though. It was like, yeah, you do go through all the emotions because you're like, cool, we get to present this to Logan Kim, uh, you know, be a little bit uh, a part of his, uh, you know, Ghostbusters journey that's happening. And uh, yeah, dude, it was just, it was all, it was all good times once, once we were all there together. Once all the stress was done and everybody we all met up, it was yeah, all good. Once we saw Brandy and Doe, it was like so much chill and had this such would a good be time like it them. would be like bringing a red headband to Corey Feldman, only better. <laughs> <laughs> that you'd worked on for months. And if months. Austin spent six, if, erase that part. Erase yeah, that. Take that, take that part. No, no. Um, <laughs> but it was fun, like carrying that thing through the crowd and and yep. making people get out of the way because you have a giant box. Yeah, it was fun and seeing Logan and his parents like seeing their faces when we actually got up to the their their table it was great yeah there's a, stephen king there's has a, like a lot of stories about the big trunk and it felt like we were kind of moving it around we're moving the big yeah trunk. sorry jake what were you saying <laughs> there's, no, a, I think it was there's awesome. a really great moment in the in the video when we first turned the lights on and you can hear brandy go yeah oh god oh my god and and then <laughs> you, like you pan up and you can see her next to Jake, and she's just like elbowing him and like slapping him <laughs> on the shoulder. And I was like, "That's so great! I love this." I, you know, yeah. I wasn't present in the moment right then. I was like so frazzled and just like, "What's going on?" Well, but I was to so see that later in yeah. the video. It was it was great. I loved it. Yeah. Well, how about the moment that you know I was kind of informed happened after the fact, which is Joe Pantaleono. How do you say his fucking name? <laughs> Joey Pants. Joe Pants. Yeah. Joey Pants. <laughs> staring over Jake's shoulder, looking at the proton pack. And I didn't even know it was him. I didn't he was, know he was, he was right behind you. He was over your shoulder. He walked by and I was like, oh, that's Joe. I was like, there he is. And he was like, he was he looked over and he was trying to see what the commotion was. And he was basically touching you, Craig. He was right behind you, <laughs> head over your shoulder, looking. He looks around. He gave kind of like a nod, and then he like walked away. And I was like, Whoa, as a, there he is. As a huge Eddie Ventro fan. from Congo. Right, right. He's mm -hmm. in Congo. Matrix. He's in the Matrix. Sopranos. The Sopranos. Goonies. The oh, right. Yeah. yeah. The fugitive. He's one of the one of the cops. Yeah, he's great. Uh Wish I had a chance. And, and Joey Lord Adams was sitting yeah. right next to Two Logan. Two super influential Dude. people in my life. And I just <laughs> and the Kims, but I remember Logan. trying to think like who else was at the convention, like celebrity wise. And I was like, oh, Joey. This was afterwards, like on Saturday night. Yeah. And I was thinking, be there. I wonder where she was. And then I was looking <laughs> back you? at the pictures the next day, and in the background. There's a picture that Macy and Logan took together, and Joy Lord and Adams is in the background at her table, and I was like, "Oh shit, she's, she's literally right there right next to Logan." Yep. Yeah. Yep. I should have been like, so good. "Yo, yo, finger cuffs, check out this bro top uh, back." <laughs> no, yeah, sex, probably sex, not. Holden. No, 
not do that? Okay. Okay. It's just a character yeah, from a movie okay. like <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Meet finger cuffs. Yeah. Wow. Um, so. <laughs> Meet Joey Pants. Meet Joey Pants. Meet Cypher. Yeah, Cypher. A lot of good characters were there. Uh, um, so it was amazing. Major, huge props to Brandy and Doe, Kim, who are Logan's yes. parents, who were uh, instrumental in, in making this happen and extremely kind and wonderful. Just people. warm, good people. Uh, they took us. We all went out to dinner. Yeah. Uh, they 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 took us out to dinner. It was amazing. It was really really fun, um, and uh, a, mem- a memorable night because like this is like their kid. It was memorable because it was the first night that that restaurant ever had a wait. <laughs> That's true too. <laughs> we right. Yeah. Uh, but this that, is like their that kid poor manager. Seriously, like imagine they're they're just living in Texas and their kid is now in Ghostbusters and these complete strangers are like, let's do this really labor intensive, expensive and hard to pull off thing. And they're, they they seem so grateful. And so it was really a, a wonderful uh, thing. And also it's cool because, you know, Logan's going to be back in the next Ghostbusters movie. It's not like a one off. Right. Like, he's, yeah, he's at the very beginning of his career as an yeah. actor. So it's and just. Which is yeah. awesome. I consider it very valuable time spent because I feel like we came out of it with like new family members, sort of. I know that we were mentioning that. Like, yeah, it was, it was just nice to have a good like rapport and like enjoy your time with somebody and share a meal like that. Like, yeah, it, for it was, sure, it was really cool. For sure, I kept that very valuable. They were, they were, um, yeah. they were such cool people. I mean, just getting to spend time and just getting to know them as people, you know, was was really fun and and. Yeah, I mean it's it's not something I'm ever gonna forget, you know. Yeah. And Austin did so Doe messaged me the next day and said Austin's back at the table fixing something on the pack, but we haven't <laughs> talked about it. So, <laughs> so what, talk about what it. happened the next day? Okay, so <clears throat> the aforementioned uh meltdown I almost had on Saturday. Um I probably wasn't in the uh most attentive state and of making sure all my connections were secure and everything right um so there's this there's a there's a connect that goes into the rear of the wand the rear handle that the gun hose attaches to um for afterlife specifically right and the female the female end that goes into the rear handle of the wand um is actually a square fitting but they've dremeled it down to be round to fit into the handle obviously so but it's two it's two tone plastic. Uh, the back end is yellow, and the front end that you dremel down is black. Okay. And I didn't realize after all this time working on it, dremeling it down, and and soldering wires to this thing and everything, I didn't realize it's actually two pieces, and the okay. yellow portion slips off the black part. And at some point, I maybe back at the hotel, maybe when they were packing it up, I don't know. But at some point, I'm assuming the gun hose was trying to be connected back into the wand handle and it, it ended up pushing that yellow piece back and it completely knocked a wire off of the contact. And so the, the, the wand lights just didn't function at all anymore. And so Macy and I had gone back to the con that day. We were going to meeting up with a friend of hers that lives in Arkansas and we were going to kind of check out the con, say, Hey, to the, to the Kims and, you know, thank him again and then head out. And, we get to the table and Logan sitting there and they've got he, the table or the, uh, the pack is on the table. And uh, 
the cyclotron lights are going, power cell lights are going, but the wand is just sitting there. And he's like, oh, yeah, the yeah, we put it out on display, but the, the wand's not working. And he starts flipping all the witches. And I'm like, oh, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm already panicking. I'm like, oh, God. And but luckily, I had all the tools that I brought with me out in the car. And so I'm like, OK, um, let me see if I can fix this. So I grab the wand. I go behind his table, I grab a chair, and I sit next to the, the <laughs> trunk that was behind the table. At this and point, I you're on out, Logan Camp's out. pit crew. Get the tools. To yeah, talk. basically. Uh, I pull it out. I assess the situation. Okay, I see what's wrong. This wire is disconnected. Oh, that connector's actually two pieces. Okay, noted. So I run out to the car, grab my tools. I re-solder the wires. I make sure the connection and all the rest of them are good. I put heat shrink tubing over it, electrical tape. I super glue the pieces together. I super glue that back into the wand, and I run a set screw in it, just making sure that this thing's not going to budge like at all. And I got it back up and going, and it worked. But it was like, oh, how embarrassing. <laughs> no. I mean, I think the thing, but uh, you, you know. How classically Ghostbusters, honestly. Right. Like, to have sure. to continue well, working on it. And, and Doe was even like, I imagine this is probably a regular thing with proton packs. I'm like, oh, absolutely. Something's always going wrong, especially just after it's been finished. Something inevitably breaks within the first <laughs> hour. Of course, of course. Yeah. You know, like, love it. Man, what a, what a fun and exciting and cool way to, like, I don't know, kind of cap off one year of time and, and start thinking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. what's going to happen next i mean what i'm interested in yeah, seeing was... is i i have a feeling as far as proton packs go in the next movie i think phoebe's going to retain that pack but that's probably going to be the only i think the 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 afterlife pack is going to be a very unique standalone transition between yeah yeah to to, to new upgraded the, equipment the missing deal. link yeah and i also want to th- shout out to the guy who was the handler at logan's table who at one point pulled me over and said, hey hey quick question man is that a rifle barrel on that thing and i went dude i don't i don't know i don't know what it is but he's like he's like, okay he asked cool, me the cool. same question yeah he was really concerned uh, about the rifle barrel situation <laughs> um well, Austin, man, we we can't thank you enough for for doing it. Uh, what uh, what's your next project? Or are you just gonna take like a hiatus? I've been working really hard on sleeping. Um, <laughs> That's good. I'm do it's been it's been uh, it's been going good. So uh, good. maybe do a little bit more of that, and then I'm I'm right back into it, working on junk. But working on junk. Nobody really cares. Oh, we yeah. care. No, we it, care. dude. It, Thank you. No, it was a, it was an amazing experience. Um, the, you know, I don't think I can ever really convey exactly what, how much it means to me to be able to do something like this. Um, and I didn't, didn't work alone. It was a, definitely a collaborative effort. You know, Matthew Burkett did the electronics. Uh, Mikhail Lynn provided the shell. AJ provided parts. Mike Cedars made that incredible technical manual for it. Uh, my buddy Chris 3D modeled some parts for it. Um, I mean, the list just goes on and on of right. the people that had a, a contribution. The, classic, you know, no, no, the Charles Fincher ribbon cable, which is actually oh god, accurate, yes, which is awesome. Yeah, Charles Fincher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's and that's cool to kind of have like that 
that part on there. It's like, you know, it's the link between the two screen users. Sure. And the replica. Sure. Yeah. Um, it was a really cool project. We appreciate your work. Um, you are, I, I would say, and I don't want to make our guest uh, gush or blush uh, or any other word that rhymes with those two. Uh, I would say Austin is a genuine and pure Ghostbusters fan. Sure, are you cynical and like to talk shit with just like us? Of course, but your your deep love <laughs> and admiration for the for the franchise and uh, you know, I, I you Austin is the kind of person who would do this and would be okay not taking credit for it. it it's not about that for you, um, yeah. and and I know for a lot of people, it sometimes these things turn into like, where's my recognition? Uh, and it's just not like that for you. So having said that you deserve all the credit in the world and we want everybody to know that this project would not have happened at all with, without your uh, taking the charge. So we appreciate it. Thank you very much. Well, thank you. Thank you guys for helping to facilitate it and, and uh, for just a cool, fun weekend. It was fun. We, we ended up having fun. And like once we delivered the pack and like we got some, some tacos and, and got to, you know, hang out and stuff and, it was it was all good. Um, Austin, before you uh, bail, uh, go ahead and plug uh, plug your podcast and, and tell us uh, tell us about that. Oh God, uh, Black Firehouse Podcast. Um, it's a show that I do with the uh, Dan Harshman, who many of you may know, you may love him, you may hate him. Uh, either way, <laughs> we have a show together. Uh, we try to release every Tuesday, but that's been uh, hit or miss here lately. Um, but we're on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, uh, you know, whatever, whatever yeah. platforms are out there, I guess. And it's just a, it's a Ghostbusters prop podcast. We do deep dives into shit that nobody should care about, like what shade of black the proton packs are actually painted, you know. <laughs> but it's, it's fun. People need to know. Yeah. People need to know. And it's definitely like if you enjoyed like hearing the kind of uh, the inner workings of of how this stuff came together and really like deep nuanced conversations about various ghostbusters props uniforms and all that you you will definitely enjoy that show um so yeah it's man a, well, we, it's we basically a, a cry for help <laughs> dude i love it i'll listen to it no it's good it's good it's uh it's well it's the thing about doing a podcast is like this is something I want to talk about. If there's at least one or two other people out there who care, it's worth doing. And the fact that you guys have done yeah. like whatever, 15, 20 episodes, that means that you're doing better than most podcasts. Cause yeah. it's really hard to keep going much like sleep. It's very rewarding work. Yeah. It's rewarding. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That, it is. <laughs> sleep is so rewarding. That's what you um, were saying. It is. It's the most rewarding right. really. <laughs> so, all right, Austin. Well, thanks man. We will, uh, we'll catch up soon. Uh, Everybody check out Definitely. Black Firehouse Podcast. Uh, check out Central Oklahoma Ghostbusters because you guys do a lot of good work as well. And cool and, shirts. And you have cool mm -hmm. shirts that yes, I want. Cool mediums. Yes. Uh, I'll take the cool medium. I'll have a cool, cool medium. medium from the pillar in the community. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and Austin, it was, I'll, I'll never forget. In 2016, when we were going to go out to the Ghostbusters premiere for Answer the Call, we didn't know it was called that. Mm -hmm. Ron Daniels goes, Craig, Austin Young's going to be there. And I went, oh, are you kidding me? That's awesome. Who's that? 
I didn't know who you were. <laughs> and he's like, you don't know Leslie? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And we kind of got to meet there, but then I think the next year you came out to Dragon Con and we we we've uh, formed a, like a bond. Yeah. And you gave me. Yeah. The Maddie Collector Stay Puff, thank you so much. Yes, you gave me You're a bunch very welcome. of soda cans, which I have to, I'm going to show off on Toy Anxiety cool. Tuesday, so I don't want to spoil them. Spoilers. Um, Austin, I gave good. Jake a handshake. Jake got a handshake. And I still have not washed that hand. That's <laughs> as you should. You probably should, <laughs> like really. Hey, you, you were in Arkansas. In- in 2016, you gave me a only dirtbags grab iron arms uh, sticker, so I appreciate that. Hey, can, can I tell a really funny story about that? Yes, mm-hmm. please. Yeah. We need the content. Okay. So, and I apologize for this now, but back then, you know, it was what it was. So, you know the the cluster that was the 2016 premiere and and nobody knew where to go or where to stand to get into the line to, to get into the bleachers. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, me and Ron and my friend, Chris, like, we're like, we're getting to that. We're getting good seats in those bleachers. And we're like way behind everybody. Like there's already a huge gathering of people with those bleachers or in, in the, the makeshift line that had been created to get, to get to them. And so, you know, I'd seen people passing out stickers and patches and things like that. I'm like, guys, I have a plan. I know how to get to the front of the barricade. <laughs> and so I pull out, I pull out my stickers and I just start going. I said, guys, stick with me. Just stay behind me. And I, I give that. them a couple of stickers. And I go, hey, I got stickers here. Who wants stickers? And you know, Ghostbuster people, they love. Yes, <laughs> they we love do. That's like and so going to the. I, that's like. The de- go to the desert and finding three people wandering, be like, I have water. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so you smoothly and successfully maneuvered that. It's awesome. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, I want a sticker. And so we just kind of like wedged our way into the crowd and worked our way over to the front. <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. So so the, the moment where I always thought Austin Young was just this uh, kind-hearted man giving uh, me, who he did not know at all, a sticker just out of the kindness of his heart. Was just him using me to get front of the line. I like. Wow, that. I've been used. I love to, it. That's I was a, used. I have that. I had that's that a sticker. Move. <laughs> yeah, is. I think it's all. That's why you're cut from the same cloth. I had that sticker that we're talking about on the back of my server book for a long time. Yeah, people will be like, "What is that? It seems offensive." <laughs> I still have mine. Yeah, I never. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. I didn't want to actually stick it. I didn't want to. I was like, "Oh, I don't want to use it. I want to just keep it. I still have it." I have awesome. plenty more. I'll I'll say a bunch, and and this is a true <laughs> gesture of just friendship. It's not. I I'm not. I don't that. want anything. I appreciate. Out of it. <laughs> You're not getting to the front of our line, Austin. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Um. Well, cool. Well, we're gonna wrap up here in a few, but uh, thank you, Austin, for joining us. Everybody, check out Black Firehouse yeah. podcast, and thank uh, you. hopefully, yeah. we will work on something else uh, down the road together. I think we will. We'll have to come up with something, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think this is a testament and a, a a big fucking heads up to all the prop builders out there. Like, sometimes when you start projects, you can see them through to the end yeah. and deliver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even when deliver it's tough. Props. Yeah. Exactly. Deliver, yeah. especially when you take people's money. Fucking. Send them <laughs> it just turns into just a rant about something <laughs> completely different. You thought this was altruism? We're really just out. I'm for, going like, to the feedback forum on GB fans. Right now, <laughs> Logan one. didn't even have to drive. He didn't have to drive to Indianapolis to get his truck <laughs> back. We brought it Next to him. Time. 
Oh, That's boy. Logan with an L. Uh, <laughs> all right, Austin, we will talk to you later. Thanks, man. Later. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye, guys. All right, Austin. Uh, he did it, man. He he helped us. Uh, we would. <laughs> I feel like this phrase gets thrown around a lot, but we would not have been able to do this without him, like no. at all. hundred percent. He would have been getting the one of our or our proton pack if we were doing. It. Logan would be waiting till <laughs> till next year till the Hasbro pack, and then we'd be bringing him back. There was a point, like before we left, where I was like, "Are we just gonna have to bring him ours?" That'll probably. <laughs> I know I just made that as I a like, joke, but that was a ab- moment. The day before Abby's like, "Well, we're bringing our proton pack to Days of the Dead in Chicago <laughs> to bring it." To <laughs> the why that was so Chicago purely stuffed in my head. It's but cool, I had, even when it's we right. left, I was like, "That was pretty big for Days of the Dead." <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I also. A distinctive lack of werewolf baby. Just every yeah. con- every convention that's not Dragon Con is Days of Days the Dead. Of the Dead. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. No, but I will give props to um, to Little Rock, Arkansas, for hosting that because it seemed like a big event for that's them. And I enjoyed the town. Jake, I gotta say, man, I love that Afterlife pack. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's, yeah, it's nice. nice. That's good stuff. Man, that's a like good to, movie. I'd like to own one. Gonna have to watch that movie at some mm-hmm. point soon. Hope they make another one. <laughs> I hope they do too. For the love of God. <laughs> Please. And for anybody wondering, no, we did not ask the Kims for inside. In- That's not what this was. This wasn't why it no. just gets information to leak to the internet. This no, was. We don't have anything. Yeah. We literally don't. Except for really good memories of shared stories with some really interesting kind yeah, of people. They're very great. They're yep. very very good. Yep. Yeah. All righty. Well, we'll get wrapped up here in just a minute. Uh, Abby, anything else that you need to uh, tackle or address for this week? I want to talk about Pearl, but we'll save that. I we'll say, save that. We say that maybe do a video or do something like that with it because I'd like to see it again. Uh, I can't stop thinking about it, and I can't wait for Maxine. I'm oh, just yeah, so too. excited. Yeah. Uh, they said, uh, well, we'll talk. About yeah, let's not say anything now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jake, how about yourself? What uh, are you... Uh, I guess we're gonna start getting ramped up for Halloween Horror Nights, and I I'm yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I I was looking last night trying to figure out what shirt I'm gonna wear to Horror Nights, and I was thinking maybe yeah. I was trying to look for like vintage Horror Night shirts. I could I was trying to find something from the era of like when they were doing the Beetlejuice review or yeah. like or back when they had Ghostbusters, but there's not really a lot of that, and a lot of the a lot of the vintagey. Horror Night shirts you can find they're not great. So I was right. thinking about maybe making making something kind of like we we've, we've been doing. We've been right. just getting our own yeah. shirts made. So I was like, but what what do I want to put? I don't know. Uh, it's it's a thing. I'm trying to figure out what, I think what I'm wearing to Horror Nights. I'm gonna find a vintage WCW Halloween Havoc shirt. That's, That's cool. what I want to wear. All right. I like that. That's what yeah. I want to wear. I want to find something, but I'm probably just gonna wear my ex shirt. It's like my favorite I mean, of the year. Cool, that's, but that's a cool shirt, you know. At first, I was like, "Well, at first, I was like, well, maybe I'll wear my Cujo shirt." But then I was like, "Man, I've been getting a lot of mileage out of that Cujo shirt. Yeah, I need to yep. put Cujo I'm away for a while. It. It's my in all my photos. Cujo's <laughs> in all my pictures." Yeah, I I've, I did that with my Monster Patrol shirt. I've really worn that one down yeah. as much as I love it. I'm like, I can't, I can't, do can't keep wearing it. So. Shirt. shirt shirt allocation is honestly one of the toughest things. That challenges mm-hmm. the millennial generation. Yeah, <laughs> as shirt designers it's, are. It's oh, one it's of the important. 
issues with the world. You know, yeah, was... can I say that my um my Star Wars, the Rick McCollum and um George Lucas shirt just was the best of the summer. What a hit. People love that shirt. People love that shirt. I need to make another one. You should make a couple more. Yeah. Um I think that uh no I'm excited about Horror Nights. I'm excited about uh We've had a really cool year, and I'm excited to start kind of planning out next year to kind of figure out, you know, we're going to be doing this relaunch on YouTube. The, the, by the way, the new YouTube channel is already up. We're going to be slow rolling some content before the big push. We appreciate you guys subscribing. So search Yes Have Some on YouTube. You'll see the new channel. Thank you very much for your support. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a lot more podcast clips, podcast-focused content. Vlogs, lots of like... More uh, vlogs. Yeah, on-site, doing fun stuff. Yeah, it's going to be good. And uh, man, next year's, you know... <laughs> it's crazy to say this, but right around the corner, well, we've got, you know, the Jeffries are going to happen in, in the beginning of 2023. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to start mapping out, like, I want to go to CinemaCon. I want to go back to Comic-Con. I want to go to fucking, you know, there's going to be a new Ghostbusters movie coming out. There's going to be like, it's going to get exciting and, and ramp up again. Um, and we haven't talked, can we, if everybody has a few more minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about the Jeffries now. I'm thinking about the Jeffries. We haven't talked about it. I know the last time we did a full-fledged recording podcast, we were all a little cranky, and we were talking about how... What were we cranky for? I can't even we, remember. We, when was, was a week the last ago, time? We weren't as excited for Dragon Con as we normally were. Oh, oh yeah, 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 okay, yeah. that was yeah. a while back. Got it. A couple weeks ago. And then we had our live Dragon Con episode. It was great. Sure. I must say, I had a really good time at Dragon Con. So did I. Like, for the most part, I really had a fun time it was really crowded we did new things we yeah found the hobbit community it felt like a dragon con <laughs> of old like being able to experience because going to the the hobbit the evening at brie party was like it literally we didn't know we were going to go to it we just were in hobbit gear and then hal was like hey there's a party you can go to and i'm so glad we went like as after going i was like this is going to be a tradition we went with hal who's the biggest lord of the rings fan of all time and he was dressed up as magnum pi so. <laughs> and he yeah, but got I think more he, pictures than we but i think i think he was a little uh jealous that he didn't have a lord cuz he at the convention i was like i was like man you you sh- you should maybe you should do a hobbit with us next year something easy cuz his lord of the rings it's tough. Um, you know, his Hobbit costume is like, it's a lot to put on. And he was like, oh, I'm already thinking about some other Lord of the Rings. I was like, oh, okay. So oh, next yeah. year he wants to do a Lord of the Rings costume. Let's so. do a come in hot with like a big group. That's what yeah. I want. It was fun. Like, so really, when you go to a convention like that, and Jake, I wanted to ask you about this. Okay. It's only, it's not like you're doing something every second of the, of the day, but like, when you do new stuff that turns out to be good and meaningful, it, it like adds a lot to the event. So it's like invigorating. Yeah. Doing the Lord of the Rings party was cool. And then going to the orchestra, the Georgia Philharmonic yes. was yeah. so, so it was so transformative that although I was wearing simply overalls in my Maxine Minx costume and was in an air conditioned room, which usually was like, would not work for me. I was completely like swept away by the music and the emotion of it and being surrounded by, all, all just wonderful people who are also there just to I remember when we were sitting there Craig you were like this is gonna be awesome bro and like the person in front of you was like yeah dude like I don't even know if they if you were talking to them but we had a good laugh like the, it was just a really fun communal experience and it's something I'd never done at Dragon Con and was like wow hidden treasure Jake what'd you think of the uh, the set list yeah I, th- I thought the set list was 
great. Like even, I mean, it, it hit every single. It, what? How could it have been a better set list? Back to the future. Sorry. Yeah, Back to the Future. They they could have replaced um Avatar with Back to the Future, but even the, the Avatar song is great. It's yeah. like you yeah. know you're not watching the movie, you're listening to fucking the the music, really which is story. which is great. So great. yeah, it hit everything. They did uh, Star Wars as their encore, ET, Jurassic Park, you know Star Trek, Super Mario, Bat- and Batman, Mar- yeah, everything you want to hear. Orchestrated it, by the new Joker, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. so cool. The Joker was the conductor. <laughs> And he's always conducting some sort of scheme. It's so cool. I think it's funny because on the, the Harley Quinn cartoon that I'm watching currently, the Joker's like running for mayor and he's like had a like a baby face change. Everyone loves him. So what? in my mind, I was like, this is that Joker. <laughs> Everyone loves this guy. He's like helping the community. <laughs> it was really cool. And we had a good Does time. He, hey, hold on. Is he running for mayor and he's still going by Joker? Yeah. Yes. And Jeez. he has like a new family, like an adopted family. And it's... <laughs> It's fucking so it's pretty funny. funny. Yeah, it's a really That's good funny. Um, So before we end, I feel like we need to do a little bit of an Ezra Miller update. You got <laughs> time stamp it for the sound bite. Oh, no, I got it right here. Oh, cool. I got it right here. So let me get it up. Stop. Ryan's not here. It doesn't matter. Keep going. What? I'm so used to saying something that's going to be a lead to an inappropriate joke innuendo and then i forget when we're not on toy anxiety i don't have to worry about it yeah um okay so <laughs> here's the deal abby fill us on what the ezra miller update is you want me to tell you what happened no just explain the segment oh okay um this is a segment for uh the actor ezra miller and their um sh- like the news surrounding them, which is always very controversial and shocking and uh, never ending. Never ending. Yeah, it's just a quick update today. Mm-hmm. Just a little update, but I thought it was important. So uh, let's uh, let's go to the queue here and find our music. Here we go. Like the current villain in the DC universe. Here we go. It's time for the Ezra Miller update. It's Miller time. It's. Oh, that was the wrong one. Let me play the other one. All right. Now it's time <laughs> Just for playing the Ezra Miller update. It's Miller time. It's very much like Jerry Spring. Okay. All right. There you go. I like so that. It's time for the Ezra Miller update. Get the opening act. Quick update. Here it is. Uh, it has been said that Ezra Miller actually has a Messiah complex, and reports are coming out that he's so dedicated to his character of the Flash. And he is comparing it to a Jesus-like character who brings the entire DC universe together on film. That's right. Ezra Miller is the Messiah. Comparing yourself to Jesus always goes well. Or saying you're better, <laughs> bigger than Jesus. Ezra- always goes over Sorry, real well. Sorry, I played the thing again. I know you So did. that was your Ezra Miller update. Uh, yeah. Cuckoo. Cuckoo. Uh, I don't have anything else. Dragon Con was fun. PK Surge was fun. Everything's fun. I don't know what's coming next. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited about it. I think Horror Nights is coming next. Horror yeah, Nights that is. is next. Yeah, I'm so psyched. I'm psyched. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we're gonna be down there, oh, I guess we should say October 21st, Epcot. Do they call it Epcot Center anymore? Or is it just Epcot? Anyway, I don't think it matters. It doesn't matter. Uh, Epcot, the Disney Park, <coughs> the Food and Wine Festival is happening. Yes. Oh my! What a rare treat. We will be watching a live performance. It's the Epcot concert series with the one, the only, 
the man. You who lost a suit at the airport. No, that's Ernie Hudson. Oh wait, shit. <laughs> Who are going to? You think we're going to see Ernie Hudson I'm at Epcot? I'm so desperate for a call. The Ernie Hudson concert. The Ernie Hudson experience. <laughs> hey, that would probably be more fun, but it's fine. We're going to go see Ray Parker Jr. at the uh, Epcot. Uh, at Epcot, it's going to be great. I hope he plays the Ghostbusters song multiple times. Yeah, because yeah, it's the, the only one I'm going to know. No yeah. Zydeco. Did yeah. you guys see? Um, did you guys see last week? There was a tornado very, very close to Epcot, and there's like photos of the big Epcot, uh, the globe ball? thing with a mm-hmm. tornado like behind it. Jeez, so it was like fun. dangerously close to Epcot. Yeah. Whoa, it's like the Twister rides coming back and like threatening <laughs> to, to haunt them. Yeah. <laughs> so what you think happened? Oh man, you can't just get rid of the ride, Joe. Uh, also, that's a completely different theme park. I know. I'm aware. I thought it was Days of the Dead. If you just Google Epcot, <laughs> hey, if you just Google Epcot Tornado, it comes up. I got it. Right I'm looking here. at it right now. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, if they're going to remodel, that's. I wish like... we were. I wish we were there for that. That would be amazing. I'd be freaking okay, out. Let me see this shit. Oh, that's sick. All right. Well, I have nothing else. Abby, you have anything else? No, just force. You know, don't mess with nature. Right? She's a yes. I'm not sure what to say. <laughs> She's a fickle uh, lady. She's a fickle bitch. Mm-hmm. Mother nature. Uh, Jake, anything else? Nah. All right. Well, thanks to Austin for joining us and yeah, recounting the the tales of Arkansas. Yeah. I feel like we undersold how stressful it was at times, but we did okay. shout out to the the. Double tree. We had got free cookies at the hotel. That was nice. Yeah. It's a good little hotel. Yeah. It was. I love the waterfront area that you could walk around. Hold yeah. on. Whatever hotel we stayed in in Mississippi was the best hotel we've ever stayed in. That would be the Hilton Garden Inn. That was a good that hotel. Was, that was nice. Yeah. The beds were nice. The space was good. Yeah. Was real nice. And then Jake, uh, the Jake and I had a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a issue. Yeah trying to order food through a qr code oh yeah, <laughs> uh, did, oh, yeah. Did, that was uh, in arkansas that uh, was in arkansas yeah they just got qr codes it's <laughs> <laughs> um, at that time where you, yeah exactly they figured it out they figured out that it doesn't work but they're gonna tell people to keep trying <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah and uh finally Again, thank you to Logan Kim and his parents and uh, to Austin and Macy and, and, Brandy Macy and, and everybody. Bill. Everybody. It's great times. More Ghostbusters adventures in the near future, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, you never know where we're going to pop up. So keep your eyes open, kids. It just popped in there. <sighs> Remember Fan Fest? That was so fun. Yeah. yeah. Also, last thing. The Dan Aykroyd. Oh, there's actually two more things, real quick. The Dan Aykroyd video for the for the Ghostbusters in concert. That you know that one? Yeah. Yeah. That's old. Uh, yeah. It's from five years ago. <laughs> They're reusing it. It's I was the, like, Dan looks good. It's from the first time they did these orchestras. They're just reusing it, repackaging it. <laughs> Tell your mom that. Second of all, Columbia Pictures Aquaverse. 
the new water park in Thailand that has three Ghostbusters themed water slides. Oh, Isn't that crazy? Wow. And a, and mini puffed characters like in the park. Wow. Giant wow. mini puffs. Makes no sense. Uh I want to go on a Ghostbusters water slide. Yeah. I've never wanted to go to Thailand until literally. No, I have. Time. Let's do a Thailand vlog. Should we go to Thailand? That would be awesome. We go to Thailand? Just to ride a water slide? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I want to look up what these were called. I read it earlier. Ghostbusters water. There's three rides. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll, we'll read Ghostbusters news for a second here. And But thank you to Ghostbusters news for spreading the word about our, our Logan Kim. Okay, uh, mini puffed math a legion. Oh, there's pictures. Hold on. Are we calling that our Logan Kim now? Our Logan Kim. <laughs> they signed the contract. We now, uh, we he's our son. Logan's ours now. Logan's our son. We have to pay for his college. Uh, that's our next project. Austin is gonna pay for Logan Kim's college. Their vlog. I'm gonna share my screen. Real, my screen. My screen. Real quick. Uh, and Abby, if you want to take a look at this. Over here, I'll show you what we're dealing with here. So this is from Thailand. So, first of all, look oh, at that's adorable. How fun is this? You got four mini puffs. Like, are those inflatables or? They're people to... walking around. They're like in costumes. Wow. Well, I hope they don't slip. But that's not really a mini. Cool. Not really mini anymore. But I like. It. <laughs> They're not really mini. Uh, let's see here. We've got. I'm gonna read this real quick. Oh, there's a water slide dome ride. The headlining attraction, aptly named the Proton Stream, includes thrills and spills along with cutting edge digital projection mapping, which brings Stay Puff Marshmallow Man to life. Oh, that's cool! At the end of the ride, you'll be greeted by adorable mini puffs, making for a one of a kind photo. Are op. they like wait for you at the end of the ride? Oh, that's so yeah. cool. Ah. Uh, that's and cool. then there's. Slimer Speed Racer will have you sliding vertically upwards on a two-person Ecto-1 tube to meet Slimer face-to-face on this massive, mega-thrilling water slide. Wow. Dude, look at that. That is so fucking cool. That this is basically this is basically your, your Dan Frontation park. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Look at that. That big shot. Mm. This is... That's for right, those of you watching Cobra Kai, this is much better than the... Uh, water park they had in the most recent episode gather your family and friends book your tickets to thailand and come to the columbia pictures aquaverse where you're gonna ride the movies and you're gonna get wet doing it uh okay so yeah i don't know i've never wanted to go to thailand but why do, why i don't have ghostbusters water slides here i'd go yeah very upsetting that's just even more incentive even more incentive to go to thailand yeah uh, all right guys i'm done i'm out of here jake abby Thank going you. To Thailand. We're going to Let's Thailand. Go. We're going right now. Yeah. <laughs> Just got to stop him. Didn't Jack Shepard go to Thailand in an episode? Stranger in a Strange Land. Yeah, it oh, was a bad boy. one. A real stinker. Byling. Byling's cute, though. Okay. <laughs> it's worth a watch. They're Let's like, hey, Matthew Fox, what are those weird tattoos you have? Can we write a whole episode um, about them? <laughs> we had to ask. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hi everybody, Craig from Yes Have Some here, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you all about YHS Podcast on Patreon. You know, you're here for a reason. You either just discovered Yes Have Some, or you've been listening for a long time. You like what we do here, and I'm telling you, Patreon is the best way 
to get a lot more of it. For as little as $5 a month, you can help support YHS, help us keep the lights on, as they say, and you get complete access to our entire archive of bonus audio content. We do multiple bonus episodes a month. Sometimes they're full YHS episodes. Sometimes it's me just rambling about toys. We even have Jacob Walsh doing passages of Stephen King and giving his insight and opinion on all the books he loves with the Jacob Walsh Book Club. I'm telling you, the people that are already a part of it absolutely love it. We have this incredible community. And it's not just the audio episodes. You're going to get access to the exclusive YHS Patreon Discord, as well as our Patreon Instagram. Like, when we go on trips, when we go to Star Wars Celebration, when we go to Dragon Con, when we do all the stuff that YHS is known for, we don't post everything publicly. We have an Instagram page just for Patreon. It has exclusive photos, video, and just content that you're not going to get anywhere else except for on the YHS Instagram for Patreon. So, Abby likes to say, turn the wheel and unlock that vault and get access to all of this incredible YHS content that you've been missing out on. Patreon.com slash yes have some. As little as $5 a month, we have multiple tiers. And I'm telling you, you're not going to be disappointed. Okay, let's get to the show. <laughs> 